What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the New Vision Podcast. I'm Dixie Lovett, the Director of Women's Ministry, and it is a pleasure and a delight for me to be with you today as we finish up reading in John chapter 5. So yesterday, we read uh, that after uh, Jesus healed a man on the Sabbath, he also declared that God was his Father. And as we pick up our reading today in verse 18, we will quickly learn that this just really ramped up the Jewish leaders uh, in their quest to kill Jesus. So listen in or follow along as I read John chapter 5, beginning in verse 18 through verse 47. So it's a long one today, so hang in there, but let's get to it. And I'll be reading from the ESV. This was why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him, because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, But he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the father doing. For whatever the father does, that the son does likewise. For the father loves the son and shows him all that he himself is doing. And greater works than these will he show him so that you may marvel. For as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, and so also the Son gives life to whom he will. For the Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son, that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but he has passed from death to life. Truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he granted the Son also to have life in himself. And he has given him authority to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. I can do nothing on my own. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. If I alone bear witness about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another who bears witness about me, and I know that the testimony that he bears about me is true. You sent to John, and he has borne witness to the truth. Not that the testimony that I received is from man, but I say these things so that you may be saved. He was a burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But the testimony that I have is greater than that of John. For the works of the Father has given to me to accomplish, the very works that I'm doing bear witness about me that the Father has sent me. And the Father who sent me, he himself bore witness about me. His voice you have never heard, his form you have never seen. 
and you do not have his word abiding in you, for you do not believe the one whom he sent. You search scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life, and it is they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. I do not receive glory from people, but I know that you do not have the love of God within you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another man comes in his own name, you will receive him. How can you believe when you receive glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from the only God? Do you not think that I will accuse you to the Father? There is one who accuses you, Moses, and on whom you have set your hope. For if you believe Mo- Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote of me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? Well, our reading today <clears throat> begins with the why for the rest of the chapter. And there's no way we can cover that is all in this passage, so I'll just try to hit a few of the highlights. The Jews were seeking earnestly to kill Jesus, not only because he was breaking the rules of the Sabbath, but they viewed him as trying to make himself equal to God. So in all reality, these Jewish leaders were really trying to stay on the right path themselves and trying to uphold um, the purity and the holiness of the law. But I really love how Scripture supports Scripture. So we see Jesus here, they say that he was trying to make himself equal to God. But in Philippians, we Paul describes Jesus as one who was in the form of God, but did not count equality with God as something to be grasped, but a servant serving to death, even death on a cross. Paul was writing this letter in, uh, to the Philippians to encourage them to walk in humility. So the Jewish leaders, I do believe, were uh, in an effort to maintain the purity and holiness of obeying the word. That's what their point was, but they could not see Jesus as he was, as God's son, as the Messiah, as the one to save them. So Jesus then begins to establish his authority as God's son and to remind the Jews of all of those who bear witness to his sonship. All of this in an effort to help them see that Jesus, that he, Jesus the Christ, is the Messiah, the one in which they have spent their lives studying about. But Jesus gives us a great truth um, in this passage where when he was talking about that he could not bear witness about himself alone, that if he did, it would not be true. But then Jesus began reminding them of the witness of John the Baptist and his own works, Jesus' own works through the miracles and healings, all that he was doing at that time, and even through God the Father and through the scriptures, those especially by Moses, that that about the Spirit and also the testimony um, and the witness of the disciples. But in the early years of my following Jesus, I looked at the scriptures as being separate. The Old Testament full of a lot of history and at that time was a bit boring to me and really harder to follow and to apply, except of course for the book of the book of Psalms and Proverbs. Um, I hung out there a whole lot and also in the New Testament. But the New Testament was worth the read. In it, I found real practical ways I could live out my faith and walk in obedience. I learned more about Jesus. And that is where I was kind of comfortable resting in the New Testament, in Psalms and Proverbs. 
In the years that followed, I did many Bible studies of the Old Testament, but I still did not quite and really connect or retain, or so I thought, which that's another story for another time, um, any information and connect it uh, in my own mind. But about 20 years ago, our church uh, took the challenge of reading um, the Bible together in a year. And everybody from the nursery to the messages on Sunday mornings. And as we read, we were challenged to look for Jesus from Genesis 1 all the way through Revelation 22. And I began to see this thread of Jesus all the way through the Bible. That was really a turning point in my walk with Jesus and understanding God and his redemptive plan for us through the good news of Jesus and my love for the whole of God's word. I was much like the Jews Jesus was speaking to when he told them that they searched and studied the scriptures and they had this security or in that or that in the eternal life, but they had missed that all the scriptures pointed to Jesus and to the Messiah. The Jewish leaders were also saying that they believed in God while in the same time they were rejecting Jesus, the one who God sent to bring redemption. But by rejecting the Son, they were also rejecting the Father. This is the point that Jesus is trying to make. He wanted them to grasp the truth, the truth that God through Jesus had come not to bring a religious experience, but to make the relationship possible between God and man. God simply wants fellowship with us. The scriptures that they searched and studied bear, bear witness to who Jesus really is. You know, I am so thankful for our church and this podcast that challenges us each day to be in God's word. I'm thankful for our church who encourages us to be more like Christ through biblical community and the study of God's word. And as we continue reading every day, I pray that we too may search the scriptures not for ways to justify ourselves, but to search them for Jesus, to see him as our Lord and Savior, to follow him, and then be able to share the good news of Jesus with all of those around us. Well, thank you so much uh, for listening in today, and I pray that you will have a great day and that you'll join us again for the New Vision Podcast as we pick up in Chapter 6 of John. Y'all have a great day. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.